going to be worse. No, it's not. How can it be worse? You're you're playing with Canada. You and planet you and Canada are playing like Doug Doug Goose. Like you guys are like right next to each other. I'm like in the dead center of the United States. First of all, when I said you're two states away, you are. There's literally Illinois I mean, and Missouri. No, because what happened is you don't count. You got to count when you arrive, because if I only count one, two, I have not arrived to Indiana yet. I have to go one, two, three. Now I'm in Indiana. I didn't ask about arrival. <laughs> I said there's two states between us. <laughs> There's literally Illinois and Missouri. Um, right. So if I'm going southwest, I just have to go through two states. Yeah, but you're up. I'm like down, like near the equator. That's why I said southwest. You're not near. It, you know what? Let's just live through the first winter and we'll see how you survive. We live. You ain't gonna see me. I'm a hibernate. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Like, Wendy, did you go outside once for what? For what? Hey, ladies, I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to The Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Freezing rain, you're gonna need to cover your your windshield. Um, oh, you guys are gonna have to have a fur, like you're gonna have to keep your house warm. Do you have a fireplace? Yeah, we have a fireplace. I don't know how to use it. It's got some Is candles it- in there right now. You're gonna want to use that because you know they're saying um heating bills are gonna be through the roof this winter. Yeah, they're saying this winter. My first one is is one of the worst winters in quite a long time. They're advising farmers to beware yeah, and that we're going to like pay for the repercussions of this winter later because of the frost that the farmers are going to experience. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Thank God for genetically modified foods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be eating strawberries from a factory. <laughs> Got this. Gosh. Lord with us. Wendy, lately, and I want to know if you can relate, if you have any of these feelings. I was talking about homeschool to these two young ladies who don't homeschool, don't have kids, aren't married, like, but we were just talking about it. Okay. And I was telling them how, like, yeah, like, I love homeschool, but I don't think homeschool is the be all end all. I, yeah. I, I don't think public school is the be all end all either. I think there needs to be like this middleman that's not created yet, that needs to be created. Um, And then we were going on and on. And I was like, you know, the, where I, they asked me like, what's the hardest thing with homeschooling? And Mm -hmm. I said, for me right now, it's that I don't know what future I'm supposed to be preparing my kids for. And that's, and that's my life, folks. I'm like, I, it's so overwhelming versus when we were kids, it was like, okay, you do this, you get an education, you go to college, you do the thing. Now it's like, um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. The future looks pretty bleak and I don't really know if I'm supposed to be 
I don't know. And so that's just something that's a thought that's been in my brain. And I would love to hear your thoughts. We were at Bible study two weeks ago and we're doing this. We're reading this book. Um, Ask me what the name of the strange, strange, a strange new world or something like that. Um, And it's really just talking about, hold on, before I mess up the title of this book and the author come for me. He ain't going to come for me. He ain't got no time. He ain't listening to this podcast, but um, (laughs) it's called, yeah, Strange New World by Carl R. Truman. And it's talking about um, just like how different people have influenced our time, how, how society has influenced our, where we're at right now, talking about just, it's a lot. There's a lot there, but one of the, the things that hit me was like, you know, how like people are so nostalgic, like back then, you know, we were more this and we were more that, and now we're connected to everything through, through the web and this, that, and the other. And, and the thoughts that popped into my head was, you know, like we need to, we cannot prepare our children for the world that they're going to live in. We just can't mostly because how you, how can you prepare somebody for something that you've never lived through? Okay. Like how we've, you, yeah. How? Because yeah. our parents certainly didn't prepare us for this future. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, there's no way. All we can do for our, our kids is equip them with the tools to help them survive and navigate through life circumstances, the tools, the resources, the, the, um, the rationale, how to think that foundation, that is all that we can lay is a foundation. Um, because the truth and the reality of the situation is you ain't never lived through the time that they're going to live in and the time that they're going to live in, how things are advancing nowadays. We ain't never seen times like that. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's, it's too much too soon. We're just, it's like with the, we got this information burst, right? And it's just too much. It's too soon. And we, we were, we're incapable of keeping up, but, and in a lot of ways we weren't meant to live that. Well, I say, no, that's what I'm saying. When I say incapable, when I say incapable, like that's not how we were designed. We weren't designed to know what's happening in Syria and Germany and Russia and our neighborhood. All everybody power. That's one one minute, one minute. I can learn about all those in a minute. Remember when you used to have to wait for the newspaper to get the news? Funny story. Justin is in Germany and he was on the train and he was like, he saw a elderly person um, reading the newspaper and he was like, it was so, it just like, he paused the moment. It was very sweet. Um, But you're right. I think something that the Lord keeps putting on my heart is like flexibility. Like you have to teach your kids flexibility and um, you have to, you know, we look at, we look at um, hard or tough or uncomfortable moments, whether it's like my kid has a speech problem and he's having to work through that, or my kid has social anxiety and she's having to work through that, or my kid, um, I don't know. I don't know. There's a million things that these kids, right? Dyslexia, keep, keep, keep all the things. Like it's all there. 
all the things. Um, you can look at that and be like, dang, like that can, that can stress you out for their future. Mm-hmm. It's true. But, but I think that we have to remember, and we talk about this all the time, but I forget it daily because I'm just a simple human. <laughs> and we, we talk about like, there has to be space for God to do what God does. And there has to be space for them to learn and mess up and, and try again. And that's how you build that fortitude. That's how you build that critical thing. And that's how you build, like, you can do this, but it's not going to be easy. And I think that, again, I, I know that our kids were born for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, when you see them having to go through hard things in their lives, and then also see like the future looking harder and harder and harder, um, you can get, you can get in your head about it, but I think you nailed it. Like we can only, I think we can prepare their character. Um, and that's about it. You can't, you can't prepare for anything else. I think that, um, in a lot of ways that the only, um, thinking about their future, thinking about the life that they'll have to lead, you'll end up like one of those people that's like, I don't want to have any kids because this world is so terrible. You know what I mean? Um, And so I rely, I find comfort and reliance in the fact that, like you said, they were made for such a time like this, that God was in the past. He's in the future. He's in the present he's here. Like he, he, he's, he's here to walk alongside them and to walk through this world with them through trials, through growth, through tribulations, through good times and bad times and all the things he, he, he is there with them. And that gives me some sense of peace that they don't have to do this. They don't have to do this alone. They don't have to do this world alone. Um, because I know that that's the only thing that can help me get through this world a lot of the times is wow. that is that God's always had me in times where I felt like I had no one or nothing. And um, if I can teach my children or show my children through my own personal walk, that reliance and that dependence on him and like, like, look, like one thing that I'm working on, which is very hard for me, but (laughs) I'm working on is when I'm in the trial, like before I've arrived, walking through that with my children and allowing them to see me struggle Mm -hmm. and allowing them to see that we ain't good right now, like that we need God. That way when God does show up, we can recognize it for what it is. And it's not something where it's like, Oh, I'm telling them this story. It's like, no, no, no. I saw you walk through this. I I love that. And also, I also, I think that they can see you walk through that and they, and sometimes it literally has to, it still has to be something they walk through. Like we forget that Mm -hmm. we're so wise and awesome because we have walked through so many fires, whether they were like, my one of my young fires that I walked through was I had a speech problem and I got made fun of so much at school, but I walked through that fire, right? Like, and even as a young kid, I was just telling Journey this, 
I learned very early on that God was so faithful and that like, it's going to be okay. I, I didn't have a lot of friends in elementary school. I got made fun of, but it it's okay. Like it is okay. And I was able to walk through that young fire. I've walked through fires as a high schooler. I've walked through fires as an adult woman, but like we forget that, that those fires are how we, how we, how we learn about God's faithfulness. Right. And I think that as a parent, you just initially, you just want to rescue them from all the fires and you don't want any fires. Yeah. And, and, and then even seeing them, or maybe you don't want to, maybe you don't, maybe you're a parent that's like, no, I know that I can't rescue them, but even just observing them walking through that fire can be so hard. And it can be trying for you too. Oh my gosh. I'm dealing with that right now. I, I, every day I'm like, Jesus literally take the will. Cause I jokingly say that all the time, but I'm like, take the will. I, I have done all that I can do. There's nothing else I can do. Like just do the God thing yep. and he will, right. He will. And he's so faithful. Um, but that's a part of parenting that no one, and I don't think anyone can prepare you for, but yep. I think that that's the battle that I struggle with right now is I mean, I lost my dad at 11 years old. So there, the the trials that I walked through Ooh. as a child, like I had to, like my mom couldn't protect me from that. Like there's nothing she could have done to protect me from that. Um, and I'm a hundred percent sure. And she even talks about now that like, she would have taken that away from me had, if she could. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Yeah. like, yeah, like, but she had to walk in a heartbeat, but she had to walk through it with me. But I promise you, there is nothing that drew me closer to the Lord than losing my dad at 11. Like there is nothing that helped me to, um, to realize that there's something bigger than myself, um, than seeing the finale of death like seeing death come to like seeing death face to face at such a young age. Um, because there's in a lot of ways you can see, I don't know, this world makes you feel so invincible. Like you're omnipresent. You can be anywhere in social media all at once. You know, you can, you, you sick, don't worry. There's a medicine for that. Like, like, you know, it can just make it seem like, like life is long. And a lot of times it's not, you know, um, a lot of times it is not. And, um, it, that huge trial. And I think to myself, like how much I want to protect my children, my teenagers. I think that there is a season of discipline where we as parents are the ones that give the, the consequence or the punishment or, you know what I mean? But there's this other season that I'm just discovering where it is, let me let life teach you what, as you walk through this. And that is so hard for me. It's hard for me too, Wendy, because here's the thing. I'm giving you all the resources right now. I'm trying to prevent you from letting life teach you, <laughs> but we're coming up on some big things. And I'm like, listen, this is where I'm, I've given you everything. And now Life is about to teach you, it's and I'm really and I'll be trying. Here. I'll be here, but 
life's going to really going trying. to humble you. It's going Girl. to humble you. Girl, it's there is it's something so hard. There because- is something when you can inflict the punishment. When the consequence is yours, there's a con- there's a like a control that you have. But when it's like you like you have to let the world give the consequence to your child so that they can learn that that right there walking them through that, navigating through that, navigating through life with your child as their as their person that they bounce stuff off of as their guide as they not necessarily as their like let me do it all for you that's that's a whole new world girl I know and I'm trying to find a book to help me because I'm like yeah yeah you nailed it it's a whole new world and it's so and it's a frustrating world because Mm -hmm. It, it's frustrating and it pulls at your heartstrings because you're just like, I I was just talking to my father-in-law about this, like all these little kids doing little kid things and learning lessons the hard way. And you, all you have to do is listen to the people who have literally been through all of it. Like it's so easy. And now I understand why my mama talked too much. And like, <laughs> I understand why she talked so much as a child now. I get it. I, I wish she wouldn't have in a lot of ways. I wish she would have just walked through it with me and um, just been there to constantly point me towards truth and constantly point me towards like, okay, this is the mess that we have now. Less I will, I'm here to help you. How can I help you? Rather than you shouldn't have done this. This was the way that and she's right, though. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> okay. You know how you say I remind you of me and your mom are a lot alike. I'm <laughs> so funny because something that the Lord has been pressing on my heart is like quiet. Like, mm. Tori, I know. You, yes, you know all the answers, Tori. Yes, you just want to hand this notebook of how to do life to her. But quiet, quiet. You can't. There's a difference between. And <laughs> I'm a solution person. So if you come to me with a problem, I'm. We're gonna get to the solution. The problem is everyone in my life that comes to me with problems, they don't want my solution. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm learning. There's solution and there's support. And the Lord is like, just support. And in order for me to support correctly, I have to be quiet. But it, it, it I understand your mom. I understand. Because she, my mom has all the answers to talk. Like she really does. It, as do I. <laughs> she has all, like, I can sit back and be like, you know what? She was right. If I had just done this or done that, my life would have been so much easier. Like it really would have. I cannot wait to hear my children say this. <laughs> it really would have. Like there's no lie. Um, but at the same time, the resistance came because of the token. So it made it worse. <laughs> it made it worse. <laughs> like I, I, like you don't understand. Like there is so much that I could have, whatever, you know, you got to live and learn so that I could be different <laughs> with my kids. But there is a lot that I could have learned and avoided had it been like, hey, let me walk with you through this rather than do it my way and you're going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But even just like letting me navigate 
helping me navigate, hey, let's think through this together type of situation, you know. Anyways, all that to say, sometimes you got to let your children fail. You got to let them get the Fs. You got to let them get the life consequences. And um, then come alongside them and be like, all right, now that you got this F, what can we do to help you? That's hard. (laughs) Yep. 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 And... (laughs) It is what it is, though. That's life. And that's when the Holy Spirit will show up and convict them to listen to us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's true. That's true. It's that's true. true. Yeah. So that's what, so that's, so I said the Lord has been, like, pressing on my heart. Like, just quietness and observe and, like, don't don't always think that everything that they go through or everything they bring to you is an opportunity for you to get on stage and explain why you're right. And you know, everything like just quietly be there. Um, which is, as you guys know, it's pretty new for me. It's new for me to just be quiet. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really like, that is a hard thing that I'm trying to be fruitful in right now. Like I'm trying to be fruitful in quietness and be fruitful in stillness and be fruitful in um, not trying to fix everything, not trying to rescue everybody, but surrendering it to the Lord and just trusting the process. Uh, what are you currently trying to be fruitful in in your life, Wendy? Oh, man. I am really trying to be fruitful in prioritizing. It's something completely different um, than than being quiet and being still, but just fruitful in doing the best thing first. Um, I have a lot of hats like you. I wear a lot of hats and there is a lot of things that I need to be that I am responsible for. And because of that, I find myself um, constantly having to prioritize doing the best thing and doing the, the, the better thing. And that doesn't mean that the other things aren't good. It just means that like the good thing, the, the one thing that I need to do, that's what needs to get done. Like, for example, one of my big things right now is, you know, I've got the YouTube and I've got um, um, Plan Prep Pray and all the things, but yet at the same time, I got this whole house. This house needs to be clean. These kids need to be fed. They need to be homeschooled, all the things. And it's like, there ain't enough hours in the day, realistically, to get it all done to the best of my, to best of my abilities, you know? And so I've come to the realization that, you know, I've got to lay some things down to, to do great at other things. And then the other things will follow. And that is um, difficult because there are some things that are just, dare I say, more enjoyable than other things. And yeah, you want I mean, to- filming videos is way more enjoyable than cleaning toilets. You don't <laughs> think you think so? <laughs> no, I'm telling you. And so that it's like, I don't like to cook. I really don't. Um, but you know, my husband, my husband's hungry. And so I need to cook. Um, and just like it's like 
it's a constant pull at me, this blessing of having this platform and having these women that look to me to for encouragement and different like things like that. I want to play in that all day. You know what I mean? But my family needs me and (laughs) they need me more to be there and like to prioritize that over that. And that is a real hard thing for me, especially since I know I've got a long break coming up. But even with the long break coming up, preparation needs to be made in the home, you know? Yeah. So it, it, um, that's funny because in the womanhood, we're talking about surrendering and anchoring this last quarter of 2022. And that is, um, that's something, you know, surrendering, we usually think of surrendering as like, you're surrendering things that you need to let go. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and most of it is like dark, heavy things. Right. But this past weekend, the Lord really pressed upon my heart. Like, no, there's good things in your life that you need to surrender. There's like huge blessings that it's time for you to like, yes, let I'm it go. Good. Yeah. And ooh, it's, it's, it's hard. So I'm, I'm right there with you outside of parenting, parenting right now. I'm really trying to be fruitful. Like I said, and just stillness and quietness and obeying God and being his mouthpiece, not my mouthpiece. Um, and then on the, on the other side, my life outside of parenting, I'm right there, Wendy. It's like prioritize and let surrender some really huge, amazing blessings. And I mean, I know the truth, you know what I mean? I know that when I begin to prioritize, when I begin to to do what's best first, that doors will up open up for other things. It's just how it's always been. You know what I mean? The minute I lay something down yeah. to focus on what I'm supposed to be focusing on, yeah. then other things pop up. You know what I mean? Or then uh, opportunities pop up or help comes my way or whatever the situation is. Like it's happened to me constantly. Like I know this rhythm. I play this game constantly. Um, but it, it is, uh, it's difficult. It's not easy. And I'm also finding myself in a season of what I teach other people to do. I'm now having to swallow that pill. I am back. I feel like I'm back at square one. Um, Mm. When I came out with plan, prep, pray, when I came out with all these routines and systems and, and ways for stay at home moms to function and flow and um, tips and tricks and all the things Mm. I had walked through difficult seasons and found these routines, tips, tricks, and it worked, you know, now it's like I'm back in a difficult season, (laughs) needing to redo everything and having to literally do what I teach other people to do. And it is a very humbling season. It's really brought me closer in understanding to the people that I tell to do it and how hard it might be to do the things that I say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if it's hard for me to do it. Yeah. And I mean, we catch amnesia. So like, you knew, you know how to do it, but then wait, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. 
liquid. I really just don't want to wake up in the morning. Like me, I, I used to wake up at 4 a.m. Like who this? Like now I'm just like, you know, just stay in the mood. Girl, and as it gets colder in Kansas, because it will. Heard about that. You're not going to want to get out of bed. Heard about that. Yeah. They're like, you know, you would give all these tips and tricks, Wendy. Yeah. Uh, my friend, she's like, you know, but you know, getting up in the winter. When it's cold and snowing outside, it's not like getting up in Florida. Yeah. Oh, the sun's out. It's eight, it's already 85 degrees. It's only 6 a.m. I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? What is gonna yeah. happen this winter? I'm so scared. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so so just really navigating through that and really walking through that with grace and learning that I need Jesus. Ain't that everything? Ain't that life? Yeah. Yeah. And just constantly being humbled constantly. Do you ever observe other people though? And you're like, huh, looks looks so easy for them. Seems so I, I, you know, I'm with family right now and I don't know if it's just because I don't know if people just, well, I do know people live differently, right? So there's certain things that are important to certain people. And then there's certain things that are. Wendy, sometimes I feel like we chose the very difficult Mm -hmm. path because I look at other people and it just, and you know, this is comparison, which I should not do, but it just looks like, wow, it's, it looks really easy for them. I do it all the time. I need to stop. What is wrong with me? Yeah. Like, what is wrong with me? How come it's not easy for me? How come it's not easy for my kids? And yeah, we, oh, we need to stop, but it's hard not to. It's hard. It's really hard. It's not something that is easy when I'm in North Carolina. I find it's easy when I'm in a good season too. I'm like, why? Well, I, no, 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 I, mean, no, I mean, physical place, right? Like yeah. it, cause I don't, I don't compare myself to just anybody, but if I see like family members or close friends and it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, it, mind you, none of these people live the same lifestyle with me at all. Right. But but I'm like, oh, it's easy for them versus like in North Carolina, it's homeschoolers. It's yeah. people who I'm like, oh, no, they're in the thick of it. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. We I don't I pray, pray against the spirit of comparison for all of us mamas, because it's yeah. very real. And I think, well, thank God that you don't compare yourself to other to people that you don't really know, because then that like can at least limit it. But can you imagine the people that are sitting there comparing themselves to everything that they're seeing on social media, like, like all the the highlight reels and all the things like this, this homeschooling mama that got her her house look clean. She's doing all the unit studies. She's girl. Okay. Now those unit study mamas, I'm not going to lie. I'd be like, now wait a minute. All the tools she got. I used to be, you know me, I used to be all about unit studies, but then as my kids get older, I'm like, how do I fit this in? And then I see these moms with all this fun extra, all these fun extra things. Like, how? What? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, like it has been quite a season for me of like just. Uh, I got to put my head down and focus yeah. on what I'm doing because and even ask the Lord to like, give me focus, show yes. me what I'm supposed to be focusing on. That's yes. 
right? Yes. 100%. Like, hey, we're kind of matching today. Is that a green card? <laughs> okay. Mine says we only have four minutes left. Is that true? Yep. We wrap it up. We got to wrap up. So I guess this was the episode of fruitful in the right now. Yes. How are you being fruitful right now? Ladies, talk to us over on Instagram. How are you being fruitful in the moment, in this current season of your life? It can be hard. We are praying for you guys. Um, We are in this with you guys. And we appreciate you guys um, showing up to today's episode. Yes, we love you guys. We um we we always say this that we have not arrived that we are walking through it and you guys have said it too. We just it's like a bunch of friends sitting down talking, trying yeah. to figure it out. You know, yeah. just know that you're not alone, that we're here to Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time?